Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey. But we want to reach this out to a wider audience. And doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce, John said I'm my good pals, uh, Jimmy and Dylan. Oh man, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, joining us all the way from Germany, our good friend Julia. How are you doing, Julia? Hi guys, um, I'm actually fine. A little bit stressed out because I have some exams coming up, but I couldn't pass on the opportunity to be on the PJ's cast. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> the most exciting podcast in yeah! Blackhawks fan. I mean, I've been I've been a fan of your podcast for quite some time now, so it's time to come back. Oh yeah, we should uh, mention she literally made our logo. Yeah. Like Spotify logo is everywhere now. Um out of the kindness of her heart. So um big round of applause for Julia. I'm, okay, I guess I'm the only one there. Okay. There you go, Pierce. Thank you. You're a good Golf Canadian club. man. Thank you. Yes. All right, so yeah, we're forming a bit of a United Nations here. We got Canada, Germany, and the United States. <laughs> yeah. How are we feel about net neutrality? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll see. How are we gonna be United Nations without that? You told uh, that we've had a lot of sleep. Yeah. We're all yeah. No, I. I... <laughs> Say good oh, lord. Geez. So why don't we talk about something that will make us more excited? How about the shitty ass Blackhawks? The Washington Commanders. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> that gets me going. That, that, I'm excited for that, man. God, and you see the jerseys, too. They changed the jerseys. Let me tell you something. I am so excited that we're going on an all-star break. I am so burnt out from the stupid sport and the Blackhawks just ruining my nights like three to four times a week. I'm so over it. Like, yeah. This and point, then, I'm quite relieved that the games are usually at 3 a.m. my time because then oh, I have an God. excuse not to watch them. Oh, God, <laughs> you're so lucky. It might be bad, but I, no, no, I can't. Listen, mental health matters, and we've all talked about it. The Blackhawks are not a good mental health team this year, especially no. when the rest of the world's not making it any better. It's not exactly Actually, where you should be investing yourself. They've never been a good mental health team for me. I started no. watching in yeah. 2000. 18 but i didn't watch a lot so it was probably 2019 
Apollo. No. You've been there for all this shit. <laughs> Not <laughs> a good year to start. And I blame it all. I blame it all on Dominic Cahoon because he was the reason I started cheering for the hall. <laughs> <laughs> this man's back at home. Of course. He looks out his window and he's like, somewhere out there, someone just talks shit. Nah, it's just the wind. Wait, is he even is he playing in Germany at the moment? No, he... he's um with he's playing in Switzerland. He moved to Switzerland. Yeah, we talked about this. He's he's there and there are other players overseas with, you know, same skill set and uh, same amount of skill and yet Zach Ronaldo's probably gonna get more NHL ice time. So Zach- speaking uh, of this stupid league uh, and this dumb oh, sport. That, so. uh, do you not remember what happened mm-hmm. with Zach Ronaldo? Ooh, I do remember what happened with Zach <laughs> But the fact that he was given an opportunity is my, that is my is point. True. The fact that that is Evander Kane just got a contract. Pretty. Come on. Yeah, geez. but he does hockey stuff, guys. Come on. God, he, he's so good. He'll just punch you in the face when he gets cooked up and down the ice. Don't worry. So good. That's what uh, we yes. want in our players. CTE deliverer. Like, I, ugh, I just can't, dude. And, like, it's the Hawks are just such a frustrating, like, team right now because – I, I, sometimes I feel like we're watching like 1920s hockey. I, I I don't think they realize you can skate forward with the puck and like pass it forward. I swear to God, they think you have to. Hey, buddy, this is a 1920s hour. You can skate forward with the puck. I'm serious, bro. They don't think a forward pass exists. These guys always have to recruit. Like, it's you like times, just man. to get out of the get out of their own end, and I, it's so stupid. Because like, I don't know how many times that I, mm-hmm. Schmidt and I have been at a Hawks game. And you, we see Kane or Jones or DeBrinket, like, get to the blue line. We're like, okay, they're moving, they're moving. And just good 180, throw it right back, back pass every time. And you see you see it every time. Every defender on the other team stops in their tracks. They're like, okay. Like, any anything they had, I can just, I can wait for it. Literally You're literally Seth, giving them time to reset. It's ridiculous. Seth Jones did a power move up the middle of the ice last game. I thought he was going to take it into the zone on his own, and he just drops it immediately. I'm just like, I'm I can't do this, guys. I can't do this. I can't. Do you think? Do you think the Blackhawks front office has money on them if they don't do at least three drop passes a game? Because it, it, it's it's incredible. It's forced. No, I just or think the, it's literally the definition of insanity because they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and thinking it's going to fucking work. Which, by definition, is the definition. Like that's insanity. That's actual yeah. insanity by definition. And they think it's going to work. And they've been trying it for now five years. I thought it would say, change with the new coaching regime, but the same coaching regime wants to do the same shit. They've been that's doing it through that's three I mean. coaching staffs. No, they did it with Quinville. They did. They did it with uh, Colleton. They did it with. Well, they did it with Colleton's. Uh, you know, uh, Frankenstein staff. Quinville didn't do the drop pass. Colleton got his staff in there. Did, no, but didn't he? Did he not? No, I, I remember 2018-19 before the season. Oh, I was both fist. Maybe I'm trying the drop pass. No, no, like preseason. I remember preseason watching that game, and yeah, I'm like, know. they're not going to stop. Probably after they this. fired their fucking power play coach that one year. So that I makes know, sense. I just, I'm so over it. Like, I'm so over this team. Like, they don't deserve flurry. I feel like we say this every fucking show. Like, yeah. every other show, there's some rumor that he's going to get traded to Colorado yesterday, and he never does. Um, like, like, there's not, like, the fact that this team is so mediocre and so mundane right now that, like, there's actually nothing to talk about with this team should just tell you. Like, what the fuck is there to yeah. talk about, guys? Like, what? oh, Calvin DeHaan got toasted again. What else is new? I hope he fucking blocks me on Twitter for that shit. Yeah, like little insight in the notes. That's all. 
yeah, in the seriously. notes I just put, I'm like, the season's kind of just stagnant. Like, what are our hopes for the rest of the year? It's the only thing that I can really conjure up because it's they're they're continually doing this. It's you know they have one or two good games, they have two or three that are either incredibly boring or incredibly disastrous or heartbreaking. It's one of the three. It's never it's never normal. It's never just you know oh it's a good game and they lose. It's like it has to be in some way. It's got to be in some way. It's got to be to a division rival. All that. Um. So, I mean, what is there really to talk about besides, you know, kind of touch on, you know, what do you want for the rest of the year? Um, but not gift I wouldn't like to get into that pick. just yet before yeah. we get into anything else. Um, I want to ask Julia, you have an upcoming podcast with some friends. Um, I was wondering if you could talk about that. Maybe give a kind of put it out there a little bit. Oh, yeah, sure I can. Um, our podcast is launching on Sunday, February 6th. Um, I'm pretty excited. Um, I met all of my co-hosts on Twitter, uh, which is wow. who would do that? Who would do such a thing? Yeah, you need that in-person chemistry. Come on. Um, yeah, it's also pretty fun because we are in pretty international. We have um, someone from Luxembourg. We have someone from Finland, Northern Ireland, oh, wow. um, Great Britain, and me from Germany so that's kind of fun but we won't talk about hockey um but about that's a good thing probably (laughs) (laughs) um we're going to talk about MotoGP I don't know if you guys have ever heard about that if that's a thing I don't know they ride motorcycles yeah (laughs) they ride motorcycles um they have you know f1 f1's pretty big here f1's pretty big in the states honestly it's got a lot of growth i don't know about moto gp but it's a known it's more of a known thing now yeah Um, especially the documentaries on it formula one in general is more popular than moto gp it has always been Mm -hmm. um but moto gp to me is more interesting because the bikes make for a way more interesting race than the cars do um and MotoGP is actually trying to no i think formula one is trying to expand um in the states because they have a miami gp coming up i think that's a new one they built a circuit for that um and i think MotoGP only has one race in the states it's in texas um circuit of the americas i think it's in texas um yeah but other than that it's going all over the world australia asia um europe mr world ride yeah <laughs> sponsored by pitbull have you seen yeah. a picture of of uh where it's like pitbull or pitbull will you please come to small town in alaska and then there's like a picture of him in, in that walmart <laughs> listen man that's that's what i thought of takes no days off <laughs> How do you think he gets around the wall, man? Come on. Like, can't just can't just do it on your own. Can't just fucking lollygag your way around the world. Oh, it's a title that needs to be held around. on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot man. of work, effort, and determination put into that. So, yeah, Julia, that's uh, your podcast. Yeah, if there's anything else you want to add or anything you want to plug, go ahead. Um, you can always beg people to give you five star ratings. That's what we do. So you know, that's I probably mean, the healthiest way to do it. Yeah, no, like no. That. I mean, you don't, you don't I want to give people a choice. You know, 
gotta get, I don't know. Yeah, you got to take advantage of, uh, you know, the industrial world we have. Come on. True. But I don't know if anyone who listens to a hockey podcast is interested in MotoGP. If you want to give it a listen, it's at the Sighting Lab um, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. We also have Twitter, Instagram, and a TikTok. Wow. Um, and I actually, the new addition we have to our hockey group chat, Carly, is with me on the podcast and I got her into hockey. So that's pretty you fun. You evil she... thing. No, <laughs> why do you do that to her? Come on. Like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> I, yeah, no. Julia texted me and she's like, Jimmy, I've got, I got my friend into hockey, my, my uh, co-host. And I'm like, why the fuck are you doing Boy, this? I really shouldn't have gotten to this whole <laughs> hockey thing. I yeah. actually apologized to her. And my first, the first thing I said to her was, if you get into hockey, don't make the Blackhawks your favorite team. You are yes. going to suffer. What did she do? She picked the Blackhawks. I don't know what it was, um, but she was just probably because I tweet about them. And she was like, I like them now. I like the Brinket. I like Flurry. Um, I'm going to support the Hawks. And I'm like, girl, that's a mistake. Don't do it. Um, she been the Maple Leafs, man. Come on. No, no yeah. take a team that's not going to disappoint you. Like, come on. <laughs> No, I would. That, oh. that was another team. I was like, no, you don't support them because you're just going to suffer. Yeah, she is going to support Germany in the Olympics. So either Speaking it's going to go great, or she's going to suffer as well. If it's anything like last time, it's going to be. It, speaking of the Maple Leafs, I mean, ugh. but enough about. Let's make this about the Leafs. Yeah, come on. Yeah, oh what have they ever made about the Leafs? Up. Let's talk about the Leafs, the thing that the pe- <laughs> things that people want. The things that people want. <laughs> uh, Random neuron firing. What happens first? A Kendrick Lamar album or a Toronto Maple Leafs winning a playoff series? Uh, definitely I think, album. Wait. In a literal sense, it could actually be the Leafs winning a playoff series. If they pull it off this year, I... Okay, I'm getting. I, I answered that way too seriously. I'm going with it. I'm going with the Leafs playoff series, which is insane. But I feel like you're yeah. jinxing it. Yeah, he is 100. Listen, stop, stop, stop. How? can listen? It's either one podcast I'm saying that they're sending me to a mental institute, or I'm saying that I think they're actually going to win a playoff game this year. That's game. Either cool. I don't know if they're going to win a playoff game this year, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to give myself some positivity. No. The only oh, reason hold up, hold Kendrick up. is because Kendrick's performing at the halftime show for the Super Bowl. And usually people don't oh, do that unless yeah. they got something big coming out that year. Let me so. just say, you don't usually pair yourself with Eminem, Dr. Dre. If Snoop Dogg. Unless you need to get some publicity. Like, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. Not going to exactly. lie. Bro, really put the breath in there. Really trying to sneak it in Performing is Nebraska somebody. No, it's like California. some guy from Nebraska. New York and Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna All be, right. That halftime show is going to be just, I don't know. Yeah, there's going through so much shit right now with like the Brian Forrest stuff that that halftime show is going to come off as very backhanded. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. First day of Black History Month and Brian Forrest drops all that shit. Just saying. There's. <laughs> It's it's I a didn't lot even think of about shit. that. It's a lot of shit and none of it's good. 
I'm not going to big four sports having racist numbers. I can just rant about it for like 45 minutes. But I was going to say, yeah, I that. think that's it's a great all, idea. All you need no. to know is that the Dolphins, Broncos, and fucking Giants are pieces of shit. That's all you need. This isn't. This isn't. Oh, hi, Violet. This isn't. You know, hockey Twitter where there's. You know. There's enough going on to where you need to, you know, hear about it on a podcast. No, it's the NFL. You're going to see it on Twitter. It's trending. It's going to be on NBC. It was on it's going to be everywhere. Today. Yeah, this is exactly. You're not going to miss this. this. You don't need to tell you about this. And you know, our stance is just, you know, like fuck racist owners. You know, it is that. It's always going to be that. It's a problem with, you know, the big four in general. You know, it's a problem with a lot of things in North America. But you know, on anything these topics, involving you know, a lot of money, it's a good bet that there's an old white guy behind it. He might be racist. I, I saw someone, um, it was like Mike Forio or something like that on Pro Football Talk. He was just like, it doesn't surprise me at this point that billionaires do sketchy shit. Like, I don't think any of that surprises me anymore. Like, it, no, we've yeah. seen so many situations with higher ups in any, every sport, I feel like, um, across, across the world. And it's just like, it, it just should have taken this long time. to figure it out, man. I just hope it takes the forefront and they don't try to blow smoke over it in a week. Like the NHL oh, yeah. tries to do with everything that they yeah, do. Yeah, what, what kind of yeah. sport would Yeah, what kind of league out? would just, you know, shove it under the rug when the rug is literally like two feet high full of shit? Couldn't be me, bro. It's like the, oh man, what's the joke where like you shove everything in your closet but the closet door is breaking so you just keep fucking like shoving it and you door jam. <laughs> no, it's like the cartoon and they're the, just kicking the door in. It's Literally, bending, it's going this way, that way. Fucking, you know, actual humanity. It's just like <laughs> human decency. No, throw it in the closet. We need Literally, to fucking make money. If it weren't for Rick Westhead, like the NHL would have just kept pushing that shit under the rug or pushing that back into the closet. Like I like I get it. Like some of the big reporters in the NHL had higher ups and they have like connections and shit. Gives you no right to report on it as less as they did. And I'm not calling out names, but I am going to call out names. I'm looking right at Elliot Friedman and like Chris Johnson. Cause like uh, they, they were specifically quiet because they had connections and they didn't want to ruin them. And I know that's why. And I'm sorry. I kind of lose respect for that. Oh, it's like, with it's every single reporter, like Pierre Lebrun too, like Darren Drager, like just all those guys. All of them. All of them. All the main ones like that obviously have been around forever. Like, oh. Shit, I know he's not reporting anymore, but Bob McKenzie didn't say a goddamn thing about no. it for the longest time. Yeah, like, I, I've gone back and forth. I lose respect it, for these people when you don't report on stuff that needs to be reported because you're trying to help the league shove it under the rug. I'm sorry, there's just no respect. Yeah. No and respect. you know, even if they're even if they're trying to, even if their goal is to keep their their sources, and I, I go back and forth on this because it's yeah, you you you're kind of in this you're in this like area us? that you didn't you're in this position that you know you didn't do anything involving the 2010 Blackhawks you weren't a part of that but it is your job and your duty to get this out there is to you know spread word about it come on if Rick Westhead wasn't the only person talking about that this would have been not, a much Rick different Westhead story was obviously doing the, the heavy lifting but also like Katie Strang he shouldn't have to do the heavy Strangers, lifting yeah Elliot Friedman well yeah and also yes absolutely but and it, we're not it, even like asking them to do the stuff Rick Westhead like just even like talk about it they didn't even do that Man, yeah, Schmidt. I'm gonna ask use you. Use your man. platform. Yeah, use your platform. I'm gonna ask you, Schmidt, because obviously you, you know you know about the NFL more than you, uh, any of us here. Um, what do what you do think you there's any I chance to actually get shoved under the rug? Because if you said you you mentioned it's national news, it's out there. Do you think that anything comes from yeah. this, or is it just going to be under uh, the rug? Again? Well, something's definitely going to come for it. He sued the NFL and three separate organizations. He's going to get like it's going to. Oh, I thought it was just the Dolphins. Oh my. Oh, Broncos. Yeah, trust me, he, like. 
There's burning bridges, um, and then there's burning the whole town, like Brian Flores is about to do. As he like, there's fucking two should, different man. ways to go about this, and I don't blame him at all. Because the fact that he has the strength to come up and speak up and actually do this, he has all the respect in the world for me. Because this dude should have a head coaching job right now. All, like, bets off. Like, this dude took a oh, yeah. roster. They were 10-6 and six last year. They had a winning record this year. They they started off like 1-9 when he took the job, and then they won five straight at the end of the year the first season. It, I don't know, man. I just, like, I really hope something comes from it, but here's my problem with the NFL. They know the Super Bowl's in two weeks. They know that's their cash cow. They are going to try to shove this under the rug as long as possible, at least until after the Super Bowl, and that's not going to fucking fly with me. Like, I'm sorry. For a league that always wears, like, the end racism shit on the back of your helmets and shit. Hold hands, just, and let's end racism. Little, it's just, man, like, just yeah. fucking put, like, big old hypocrite sign on your head. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, seriously. And, and even and though clearly it's, it's not every the league team. is the league just it's the league you know having them all over these helmets and putting them on TV and everything and yet this is what you're doing behind the scenes it let's not you know let's not act like it's you know anything uh, hey listen all I'm gonna say know. Brian Flores ain't suing the Bears and they offered him a head coaching job so I was gonna say I was gonna say it's not full of racist pieces of shit they're just old and dumb uh well. Mm, Justin Fields, you know, being the, you know. Mm. All right, so um, let's get into something even more exciting or actually exciting. Let's talk about Germany hockey. Let's get out of America yeah, for a little bit. Julia, you, you, you do your thing. Yeah, floor is yours. Uh, Julia, all the pressure in the world, here you go. Yeah, let's let's just pull her, like, just, she's, like, pulled off this and just uncomfortable talk we're putting out there for a good five minutes. Talk about hockey. Talk. Let's go. Podcast practice. No stopping. German hockey hockey is pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine, like, go to the front of the class, presenting your exam. Uh, German hockey is pretty cool. That's kind of what it feels like right now. You're just putting me on the spot. But no, I'm extremely excited for the team we, like, Tony Söderholm put together together for the Olympics. because it's a pretty young team and they had a hard time deciding who they are going to pick and who has to stay at home because right now we have a lot of good players and they're maybe not at the level it takes to play in the NHL, but they are good and they have incredible team chemistry and that's kind of what has held this team together so well, especially in 2018, when they won that silver medal um, in the Olympics, it was all team chemistry and how they built that team. And I'm so excited to see if they can do it again this year to build just like this very, very tight team. They are blocking so many shots. I've never seen a team block as many shots as the German team does. <laughs> no man can block that many shots. They got a lot of heart. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. incredible. Like the Worlds, um, was it the last Worlds? Where it was last year, right? 2021. Mm, I'm yeah. still confused. I'm not in No, time does not really? make any sense now. Don't worry. Wait, did they I have the Worlds last year? Um, they had like so many bruises. I just remember Tom Kuhnhockey limping off the ice like every second game because he took a puck 
somewhere on his body and he was just not able to like continue playing right away it's um, a Stanley Cup champion Tom Kuna. Isn't that back-to-back Stanley Cup champion? Back-to-back Stanley Cup champion Tom Kuna. I, I have to say, I'm still a little bit mad because he is from the city. Like, I always say my hometown hockey team, but they are not technically my hometown team, but they are the closest um, team available. And he was born there. He played there for a long, long time. They have his, like, banner and number up in the... In the building. Um, the pride of Germany. Tom Kuhnackel. Yeah. 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 And he brought the Stanley Cup to that city. Oh. And back then I was too, like, I wasn't that interested in hockey. Um, and I missed it. And I'm still a bit pissed about that. <laughs> but yeah, he's currently playing in Sweden. And yeah. joining Team Germany for the Olympics. He'll break his legs again. Can't wait to see it. I'm excited to see what Germany does, though. Because, yeah. like you said, like it, they won silver in 2018. And now that I know we were all excited for the NHL players originally to go, but now that they're not, I feel like it's just such a more wide open. It was going to be wide open. Wide anyway. open man. Jeremy Colton's coaching Team Canada, so that takes them out of a mix. Am I right? Yeah, they're already going to say Germany's in trouble, man. Come on. Can't, like. Mean- when I heard that the NHLers were going to go, like when it was first decided, I was a bit nah, because we don't have a lot of NHL players. So it would have been extremely hard to compete against Canada, the US, Finland, Sweden, um, Russia. So these are the teams that are stacked with NHL players, I think. And Germany doesn't really have that. I mean, we have Dreiseidel. We have Grubauer, who's not performing that well this season. Yeah, he's like, having a rough year. Oh, man. Yeah. He's struggling. Um, we don't have Greis because he's banned from the team for obvious reasons, which is good. Look um, it up if you don't know. <laughs> then, like, Sorry. Sorry. Um, and then Nico Sturm from the Minnesota Wild. Good player could have played he's good um and then the others are well obviously the rookies cider is missing that guy is missing from the team and i'm pissed about him not being able to go but we'll manage somehow and then obviously peterka and reichel are missing too i am especially mad about Lucas not being able to play with Leo Pföder and Marcel Nubels because that was the power line in Berlin and they lit it up during the Worlds. They were so good. Lucas, 18 years on the first line, always. So much ice time and he played so well and I wish he could have gotten the opportunity to play his first like Olympics game. But that's not going to happen. But hey, maybe in 2026 when they give us that whole break. He's only 19. Then, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. by then he's going to be a, most likely he's going to be like a top six player in the NHL. You can probably bet on that if he develops. Well. Be traded Especially with how he saw, looked. You know? I was like, hopefully sell the okay. Blackhawks. We don't trade him by yeah. then. Well, <coughs> oh, Bowman's not here, so we'll actually keep our prospects. 
don't don't get me started on that them trading all the prospects jesus christ when i saw (laughs) (laughs) oh you know she's a hawks fan like come on the jesus christ yeah i I watched the draft and i didn't expect lucas to go that high and i was surprised the hawks took i think a lot of us were yeah and i knew that he was an extremely good player and some people were really shitting on that decision like no why did you take him um i've always liked him and i knew that the hawks were his favorite team growing up um so i was happy for him but my like immediately i was thinking oh we're gonna trade him won't we Mm. um at least Mm. not there anymore (laughs) So I hope he can stay and develop. I hope they keep him because he's really good. Yeah, because I was gonna say the way they're the way they're handling him, uh, it, it it reminds me of oh man, no, I'm not gonna bring okay, um, but no the <laughs> yeah no 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 but uh, no, it, the way they're handling him gives me a lot of hope that they're going to hold on to him. Uh, like we like we talked about it, like Doc and Boakfist, they they shoved him right into the league right away. But we're seeing with Reichel, like they're they're very hesitant to put him in the NHL. So they're taking if you need sweet ass time, which they should be doing. I think it was good that they kind of gave him a taste of what it is like to play in the NHL. With how many games was he up there? Two, three, three. Okay. Um, was it two? But I'm, okay. I'm glad they put him back um, because I think he's putting up pretty good numbers he's in point the per game in Rockford, I think, which is very damn good for a 19-year-old who just came over to North America. And he's had like yeah. a revolving door in his wings and minors, so it's always nice. And I, I'm just really intrigued to see where he's going to end up slotting in this lineup in like two years. Cause I feel like next year will be like, it, he, I, I would hope he's in the lineup next year full-time, but if not, then that's fine. They can take another year in the A, but like in two years, I hope he's like a solidified middle six, yeah. top six guy in the team because he's got so can, much talent. <laughs> I can see him do that. This guy is very, very hardworking. Um, and he just, I think he can do it. Same. I with, say he does it. <laughs> same with Piterka. I'm bummed he has to play for Buffalo. Um, <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. He was actually, initially, he was the one that was supposed to go the highest in the draft um, that year. It was Piterka, I think. And then they projected Reichel and Elias to go later. I don't even know if Elias was drafted. I don't think so, no. I, I don't really think so either. I, I know that Kvap was drafted by Carolina, I think. He's a goalie prospect. Oh. Um, that was like the Germans, I remember. But I didn't have Reichel going in the first round on my bingo card. And then he went to Chicago and Peterka suddenly dropped 
to the second round, I think, second or third. Yeah, I have his elite prospects pulled up right now. I thought he was going to go to Ottawa. I thought Ottawa was going to pull off getting him and Stutzla, and I was going to be like, oh. Which is ridiculous that they didn't, because how sick would that be in the future, man? Oh, that would be nice. Speaking of, I think we we all saw that Stutzla overtime winner the other day. Just Patty Kane type of snipe there. Perfect. He's he's another one of the German players that is just so good. Um, like when I say so good, I mean of course there are better players out there. But for German standards, no, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to compliment players if there's better ones out there. We only talk about McDavid on here. Yeah, because I always like gush about the German players. But for us, it's so exciting to see that they can reach something in the NHL and be like at a very very good level. And I think Stutzler is going there. Reichel, hopefully, and. I mean, we don't have to talk about Cider, do we? That guy. No, that's Cider should win the Calder, honestly. Yeah, he should. We he talked should. about listen, it. Listen, Zegers this, Ray- Raymond that, but what he's doing as a Michael Bunting. And as a rookie. Michael Bunting. Unheard of. I think the last guy. He's like, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a guy. He's on the Leafs. I'm sorry. Let's talk about that. Abolish the Leafs. I'm sick. <laughs> Anyways, I'd rather talk about good hockey players. I don't not someone who's a merchant of Boston Matthews. Anyway. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not denying that. No, but seriously, Cider's had the smoothest transition I've seen from a defenseman since probably Hayskin into my car. It's insane. Like, he's, oh, he, I would crazy. say he hasn't skipped a beat, if not gotten better, since he was in the yeah. he was in the SHL before, I believe. Right? Dude, he won best yeah. defenseman in the SHL after like what was it? Was that his his D one or something? Was that D one? Uh, if not, it was. Still I think crazy. he played in the German league in his draft year. Then he played in the AHL in the second year. Yes. Like after getting drafted, yeah. then he went back to the SHL. That was here. They and then, put him like the Griffins moved him or like the Wings because technically he's on the Wings contract. I think. Um, yeah. Alone, they think, sent correct. him to Sweden because the AHL was like done because of COVID, right? Yeah. I think there was like oh, a big yeah. ass break um, where they were like, we can't play. So they put him to like in the Swedish league and he won, I think, rookie of the year and yeah. in Sweden. I was over the moon for him. Like, I, I think I didn't really watch German hockey before 2019. And um, I think it was the world in 2019 when I first saw him. And I didn't know a lot about hockey back then. And I just watched him play and was like, that guy is good. And back then he was... <laughs> That's a player. How, how yeah. old was he? 17? 18, maybe? Would have been. Um, yeah. And then, I, I don't remember what game it was, but someone checked him into the boards extremely hard. He went down and didn't get back up. He didn't get up. They had to carry him off the ice, essentially. And he had a really bad concussion and he was missing from that team you could see the team wasn't doing as well without him than they did with him and ever since i was saying that he was gonna be great and now in detroit i i don't have any words for it i think he should win the calder but seagrass and this. his You'll be the best defenseman in that organization. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, I don't need to see 
for the Michigan like twice a season. Like, don't I don't need to see the magic tricks. Give me a good defenseman. Wow, I'm, uh, John I'm so with you on this one. Like, if I had a choice between a flashy forward like Zegras and a, a top pairing defenseman like Cider, I'm taking Cider every day of the week and twice on yeah. Sunday. Like, I'm so yeah. Do you want the guy who can do his cute little Michigan, or do you want the guy who's saving Michigan hockey? Do you want the guy who literally is holding the blue line for a shitty blue line? Yes. With Danny DeKaiser! With Danny DeKaiser! Who got his first goal in 62 games last night. Do not bash him. Thank you. Oh, I'll continue to bash him, but anyway. No, please do. I'll continue. Funny enough, more insider facing off against Sarpa's Egress, so uh, propaganda continues. I think that in the... 87 times the call was awarded it was 12 defensemen only 12 and I that's think, not surprising i think that it's time for another one and i think oh, yeah. it's time for yeah. cider oh easy the only recent ones i can think of are mccarr and eckblad and they're yeah and hughes could have won one if he wasn't going up against mccarr <laughs> so, yeah. yeah 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 that's a great way to put it too because he would have been a runaway any other year it's just so nice to have this like cream of the crop young defensive group coming up. But Cider just gets added to the list. It's like what about Steve Mason. Like you think of all these big names that are getting like nine mil on their contracts and stuff, and Detroit's like, ah, we got Cider on a nice little entry level deal for the next three years, and they're not gonna yeah. do damn thing. That, with it. <laughs> that draft was funny too because he went sixth, right? Yeah. 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 Six and- there's a loud was, gasp in the arena, like when they took him. It was like such yeah. a good shot. Yeah. I was speechless. Hockey Germany was speechless. I think everyone Saito was, speechless. was speechless. Except for yeah, yeah, everyone thought the doc pick was out of the water, and then that happened. That yeah. somehow completely one upped it. Same thing about a few minutes later. Didn't expect it at all. Um, I think no one did. Hockey Germany started celebrating. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is our guy!" Like. The next dry sidle, um, but on the blue line. Um, and then the Twitter comments like poured in, and everyone was like, Oh, that was a bad pick. That was, that was a same with Kirby pick. Doc. Yeah, why did you oh, pick online? A, why would you pick a German guy? And that's why I started to like, I was angry, and now. <laughs> <laughs> Having like, a Joker moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want but to I'm, I'm glad the people finally shut up about it and are happy that he's there now. Oh, yeah. And I feel like, if anything, with Cider, that just gave him a chip on his shoulder. Because, like, yeah. I'm sorry, that he is one of the snarkiest players in the league. And he's, like, 20. And he's, like, he's Guys just messing around with Matthews like, and Crosby. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? I'm 6'3". Yeah, did you guys? You come near me. <laughs> the first, the first uh, prospect game he was playing, it was against Kirby Doc and the uh, Mary, Little, you know, team of yeah. Blackhawks. Yeah, it was they, they started fighting. They were starting fights with each other. Or Cider started with him, and they were they were just yeah, they're fucking around with each other. They're both six three. They're both big dudes. And I, I just fucking around with each other because like I, it, there's I don't know if it's just like this young generation of players or not, but like. I feel like when you see these young draft classes come up and stuff, it's very hard to see who's going to have that competitiveness at the next level and have that drive to succeed at the next level. And like with Cider, we could maybe tell that he had like the tool set to be that, but I never thought he'd have this kind of swagger in his game. Like it's, he's he's got a moxie when he's on the ice that just makes everyone around him better. And like, that's the kind of player you want to build around. It's it's, He's just 
absolutely amazing. Like he's a great player. He has a great personality. Like I have his autograph back there because wow. his yeah, that's it right there. Authentic. Yeah. Fan. yeah, I have I have two actually. <laughs> You're an authentic Mo Cider fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Like his dad messaged me on Instagram and was like, wow. "I want those drawings. Those are great." And then Mo was like, "Yeah, I can sign them. Just send like two of each." And he's got like everyone's uh, hockey dad in the inner DMs, man. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have players in my DMs, I just have hockey dads in my DMs. Um, pretty funny though. Oh, yeah. Um, but he has a great personality. Do you know that video of him where he sings like shake some ass? <laughs> I died laughing. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> he's just such a gem. Um, yeah, he just. I think he's good. I just think he's neat. I just think he's neat. <laughs> Honestly. Good for the team, for the team spirit. And he's a great player. And he Smitty, has... what do we talk about? If you're you can be arrogant if you're good enough to back it up. Like oh, that's yeah. why most Sider doesn't like, get his ass beat. If you want to be cocky, if you can back it up, be as cocky as you fucking want. I don't care. He, yeah, that's, that's why, why like he Brad can go Marchand, do that shit. That's yeah. why I don't give a remote fuck what people say about Brad Marchand. Until Brad Marchand stops scoring at the rate he's scoring, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Honestly, <laughs> I will keep. And I'm not that, like worry. on the ice, strictly on the ice. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I don't dumb shit off the ice. But like, you can be a prick on the ice. It doesn't matter. Then. Yeah. And like, Sider's got that to him. He, he could be. Marshawn could be worse off the ice, let's just say that. Yeah, Mo just doesn't give a fuck. He fought Crosby <laughs> and Matthews <laughs> yeah. rookie season. In like a week! It was in a week! <laughs> Dude just wants to catch some bodies. He's got the points on the board. Let me get I some mean, shit, listen, listen if I was a 20-year-old rookie and I got a chance to take a jab at Crosby, I think I'm taking a jab at Crosby. Dude, I love that he picks the big boys, too. He's like, now today, I'm going to beat the shit out of Sydney Crosby, okay. He's next on my hit list. He knows no, he has, like a, he has like an app where it's like, you know, it spins the wheel. He's like, ah, uh, Austin Matthews. I woke biggest up goal score in the league. Literally did. He, didn't, he didn't fight Ovechkin, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, You're right. I don't want to see him fight Ovechkin. I don't fear any man, but that man. Remember when let's, let's... dropped Svechnikov? I was going to say, I'm having PTSD to Svechnikov, man. Come on now. Got a rude welcome to the league. I hey, Dad, I'm gonna beat your ass. Uh, I'm gonna be your ass, and then yeah, just one hit drops him right what away. Did you learn? <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter say um, that they think the next Mo is gonna fight is gonna be Chara. Because... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> no, he's just like I got you. It's funny that he's six four and he's still looking up on Char. That's how big of a human being Char is. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Like the mental image of that is just freaking hilarious. But Mo is a person. Hey, I, think it's... I think he's a sweetheart off the ice. Like he's a very nice and genuine person. But on the ice, I think he knows how to get under under your skin and how to make you angry. I don't Seriously? know. He's... The first the That's first the moment he plays. Though. First prospects game in, little asshole. Like, right away, I'm like, okay, he's gonna be a pain in the ass to play against yeah. for a while. Because I, because we knew he was good. Like I know there was a you know widespread bashing of that pick, but I think most people that like, and not Nick, it sounds pretentious, but I feel like a lot of like, how do I say, it's more insightful fans because you got the meatheads in every fan base, but people who have actually what? been watching it who have kept up on prospects knew he was a sleeper pick all the way. Six was a bit high, but no, we but everyone. No. 
Everyone with the brain knew this guy was going to be an asshole to play against for a long time, for, for, for more reasons than just pissing you off, of course. It, we've seen how he can do that this season. And what's crazy is, like, if you told someone three years ago in that 2019 draft class he would be the best defenseman this year, I think everyone would have laughed because – Oh, to this Byram extent, so yeah. That's not like it's Bowen Byram. Like, Byram's been oh. good. I know he's been having concussion issues. That just speaks to how yeah, great Sider's a... been. Yeah. Byram yeah. could stay healthy. It'd be great. But it's just, you know, it's tough luck. But, I mean, it Same just speaks you. to, like, the volume of what Sider's doing in that first season. And I just – I'm very – like, Sider's the kind of player that teams want during playoff time. So I yeah. think if the Red Wings can get in those tight situations, like I think Cider's gonna need flourish. I think he won his. It was I think it was his German rookie season, like first German league, and I think in that season he won the title with them. I think they won the cup that year. Um, and you know what I I kind of want to see. I would love to see a playoff series between like obviously a better senators and better wings with Stutzler and Cider on the opposing team. Yeah, that's likely too. That's not unlikely in the next few years, man. I would pay, like, I will pay so much money to see those two going against each other, like, seven games in a row. That would be great. I I don't know. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. Like, the future of uh, like German hockey in the NHL is in very good hands right now. I mean, yeah. shit, you got Drysaddle who just owns the league in point scoring right now. Like, and then you got all this young talent that's just gonna start coming into the league. Like, like we said, Paterka and Reich aren't even there yet. Like, it's gonna be. I, I would hope that Cahoon can make a comeback at some point to some team because the NHL crushed his spirits. That guy flew to the World Championships last year saying that he wants to go and play at the Worlds, even if it's just two games, because he feels like he has to prove he's not washed. At how old is he? 24, 25? He's 25, and he's he's always going to be a depth role guy if he plays in the NHL. He's better than, like, you know, he's better than most of your bottom six guys. So yeah. it, it's, it's an example and, of the league just not being smart enough. No, to that's Edmonton it. ruining his confidence. And like, that's who that is Edmonton. Like, if we haven't talked about Edmonton enough, that's about as Edmonton as it gets. You got a guy who had almost 35 points at the Blackhawks, did pretty well with the Penguins, goes to the Oilers. His career gets shot because you can't score 60 points at McDavid and Dreisaitl. And then doesn't get yeah. re-signed. But Amanda came will be. But they'll sign Kyle Turris. Turris. Don't worry, they'll sign Kyle fucking Turris. Yeah, seriously. I think he's he been around the league, guys. I think he was he in Buffalo it. before he was traded oh, yeah, he to Edmonton. Yeah, he got traded for Connor. <laughs> he played like he played like 15 games or something. It was incredible. I forgot he was in Buffalo. And Buffalo wanted to keep like obviously not the management. But the fans loved him. And they were like, can we please keep this guy? And he was happy to play in Buffalo because Tobias Rida was there as well, I think. Two Germans again. Um, mm-hmm. Rida, yeah. hometown yeah. hockey legend. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just hope he can make a comeback. And then we have Sturm, who's great. We have Dreisaitl. We have, I hope Grubauer gets out of this whatever this is yeah 
Yeah, just a bad season. Just I, I a bad year. I think he's starting to turn around a little the last couple of weeks, but it's like he dug himself such a hole this season. Like nothing's going to change the way those stats look. Probably. Yeah, no, he's gonna. He's season. ending the season with some ugly numbers, no matter what. But hey, listen, not everyone like. At least that tells you that Vegas was the enigma. Like, there, no one's going to do what Vegas did ever again. There's no mm. way. Because, like, no one's going to have a Hall of Fame goalie also to start the thing. So, yeah. Like, I kind of feel bad. What team could Bar- ruin a flurry being on their team? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Let me think. Tough question. What about the Blackhawks? How can we make it about the Blackhawks? I'm not gonna lie. Speaking of flurry, my favorite pastime is telling Capitals fans they're trading a sloppy air for Mark. <laughs> oh like, my god! I'm pretty sure I've pissed off that entire fan base now. Like I don't care. Please continue. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't blog. worry. You only have to throw in a first round pick as well. Oh no! Oh, I literally do that every time. You're like, we need cap space. I'm like, oh, don't worry. Send us like Carl Hagelin and uh, fucking Michael Campney. And a first round yeah. pick. Don't worry. Oh my god! What did? Uh, what was and we got to bounce the goalie out. Send us Samson off. And I'm like, here's a shiny dominant Kubalik. And I was like, it's only going to cost you Connor McMichael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The best Connor Mc uh, in the league, I reckon. If they could, if they find a way to get Lapierre or McMichael off that team, I will be through the roof. I'd rather uh, trade Washington only than trade I will, Colorado. I will, Washington's got their first. I will do shots on the live stream. Like, I'll chug a whole beer at once. <laughs> if they do Die that. for a good cause. Here's gonna be inebriated as fuck on the show. <laughs> yeah, he <is> traded. <laughs> oh, oh, hold up! I don't think we're gonna do the live stream. Oh yeah, we're doing like, another. Oh, they one. might trade Yanmark this year. It's like, yeah, so um, I guess this is kind of a uh, news in general. So we're gonna be having a live stream for the deadline, uh, second year in a row. Yeah. There will be um, there will be uh, drinks and uh, smoke involved. Is I uh, oh smoke? I'm just doing drinks. Oh, that's you, man. That's all you. Mm-hmm. Drinks, drinks, and or smoke. Wait, when is it? March twenty uh, first. My brother's birthday. All off your work. I, I might, might be done with exams by then. Like, if you are, make it. Join, month? join us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you want to stay up till three a.m. because the deadline's at like three p.m. usually. So. <laughs> yeah. No, there's. You, you'll find time in the day. Trust me. That thing goes on forever, and nothing happens. So. I, I, like that's another thing. In Germany, trading does not exist. There are no trades. So the trade deadline was something so surreal to me, like teams just throwing players at each other um, and no one getting notified, like people finding out on social media they've been... Well, that never happens in the NHL, no. That didn't happen this summer to a certain... Here's the sad part, though, like... To touch That's on that, though. that happens in every sport, unfortunately, and I feel like it's just because, like, like how do I put this? I guess Frank Saravalli is like the perfect example, right? Because there's always going to be someone like him who's got those, like, got the scoop and wants to get those views yeah. and get those clicks. Broke and get the that whole money. Seattle team. <sighs> I'm sorry, like, I get it's his job, but man, read the freaking room. Holy crap. This dude was literally just one by one smoking the entire Kraken pack. That was insane. But didn't wasn't he tweeting them out one by one? Yeah, no. and it's because he didn't it's because he didn't get hired by ESPN. It was all out of spite. Like I know exactly <laughs> why he did it. I like, it's, about the writing that. was on the fucking wall, but it's fine. Like power to him, but I like I don't know. 
I like Julia. Another good troll. Line, that's holy shit! It's hilarious. Is like nothing happens all day, and in the last like fifteen minutes or the last yeah. hour, all hell breaks loose because the GMs remember they got to do something. Oh yeah. sure. They're <laughs> like, oh, trade deadline. Whoops, forgot about like, that. Like I'm, I promise you, last year, like because we were we were recording at the deadline last year at like two fifty five. David Poyles passed the fuck out in his chair and he's like, shit, we gotta make a move. What do you think the Bergevin situation was getting Eric Gustafson? Maybe he's just sitting on his couch with his wife. They needed uh, that that extra piece to make their Stanley Cup run. Oh, dude, just wait till someone gives. I swear to God, I won't (laughs) forgive the GMs in the NHL if they fucking somehow give Montreal two first round picks for Ben Sherratt and Arturi Lekkinen. I will Uh, never forgive this. Oh, when he goes to And it's going to be from the Leafs. God, Habs fans being like, I wouldn't give up Lekin unless it's a first and a prospect because he's just such an important part of the team with those expected goals. <laughs> expected by who? And by who, exactly? Like, I'm sorry, Arturi Lekin is just the biggest in the because he's Like, Lekin shoots like 3%, bro, and he's just adored because he plays defense. It's insane. Hey, and he scored the goal that sent him to the Stanley Cup final. Wasn't that like his only goal the entire fucking playoffs? Probably. Like, he's got the Darren Helma. He's got the Darren Helma medal. The Darren Helma type. Uh, yeah, he's got that award. Forever scored a goal to send you to the finals. He's gonna be on everybody's little hockey motivational video. Kevin Bieksa. And we can, Dustin we can Penner forget about that. And Dustin Penner. I'm just trying to th- and the Alex last Penner, oh. uh, offer sheet. Dustin. Dustin Penner. Penner smells. We don't need to talk about Dustin Penner. I don't have to deal with that guy for four years. I'm out. Wait, Jimmy, elaborate. What, what, what did he do? Think about that. Think about One, that. two Stanley. Dustin Penner's a Stanley Cup champion. And I'm not. I can't say anything. Yeah, but no, I, actually think, I think he won one with Anaheim too. So I think he has three actually. Oh, he does yeah. have three. Yeah. Home, yeah. Patrick King. Oh, Pat Maroon, except he didn't do three in a row. No one of one goal per like playoff series or season. Do you think Calvin DeHaan is gonna score another one this year? (laughs) That's the best question. That's the hard hitting question. I say Calvin DeHaan is one goal a season. Yeah, I say he does it. For every goal he scores, it's a first round pick. So at least one. Just I think oh, we're gonna stay. If Calvin scores another goal, I'll donate like fifty bucks to some charity. Oh. It's like I promise you that Yay Walker's black girl hockey update. Dustin Penner has two hockey. cups: two thousand seven with Anaheim and two thousand twelve with LA. He didn't even win on the Damn it. fourteen team. Damn it! Yeah, because Marion Gabrick was on that team. Come on, guys. Oh yes. yeah. Noted like oh yeah, I think he, I think he was out of his mind for two seasons and then just fell off the face of the earth. Well, that's all. Yeah, that was do. fantastic. Oh. He got like an eight-year deal out of it too. What a guy! Like, and then he got a cup. Yeah, with mm-hmm. LA and Tampa Bay. Yeah, he I'm was washed up. I'm talking about the lady. Fuck the fucking. I love that Julia's just like yeah, <laughs> yeah hockey. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> What you're talking about sometimes i'm just so lost like in the group chat as well sometimes you drop names and i can't even tell if it's hockey related like if the name is from hockey if it's from the nfl i have no idea i'm so lost sometimes but julia's literally that meme of like when star wars fans see something new and they're like oh my god it's club shitto that's literally <laughs> 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 
Oh, Jesus. Since that I meme's just... definitely making a comeback today. Just... <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the funniest fucking things I've heard this year. Oh, my God. Podcast <laughs> name's definitely good. Oh, shit. I was gonna say Mo. I was gonna say Moboro, but that's that's that's. Mo like no, that, dude, are we are we not talking about how he's this cocky young blonde guy oh, that's, really that backs it up? Come on. Well, always <laughs> Actually, for being honest, the real Joe Burrow, the league's Austin Matthews, but. Oh, oh, but yeah, dude, no. It's, but Austin Matthews doesn't yeah. spread socialist propaganda around, so we. Can't but Austin Matthews can't win yet. playoff games. I'm like Joe. Just Joe Burrow. That's another guy I found out about, like, through the group chat. I did not know who Joe Burrow was. No, you'll never know. Oh, definitely now, not me, am I right, fellas? Now he's <laughs> all, all over my social media, like Instagram, whatever. He's everywhere. I can't escape him, good. but I guess good for him. Like He's an American I've, hero. I've read up <laughs> American sniper, story, baby. And I think I want to win... Like I want him to win the Super Bowl, but I don't know. You do. Matt Stafford, or Joe no. Burrow gets to touch Mm-mm. the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford needs to be put down a peg. Dude got got past two rounds, and now he thinks he's actually something. No, you you were from Detroit. You got Detroit in you, buddy. You get to lose this side. Joe Burrow is just like one of the best feel good stories in the NFL right now, Julia. That's why everyone's on his side. Because like the guy had like a very bad like torn ACL last like a year ago. Like the Super Bowl yeah. is five years before he had his knee surgery. Like, I, it's it's some fucking crazy storytelling. <laughs> I saw that. The on, NFL like, script writers are going off right now. I think I saw some kind of video today, either either Instagram or TikTok, I don't remember. And it was like he was playing backup quarterback in college for like three years and then yep. switched to Louisiana, I think, and won yep. whatever that trophy is called. Oh, oh yeah. No idea. Please don't roast me. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Julia, he so like on top of going to LSU, he broke every single passing record in college that season. That's really? why it's such a big deal. Like he had he, 60, 60 touchdowns in 14 games, which is goofy. Won the national championship convincingly, like beat every team by like 35 plus, and then uh was drafted first overall, was like doing pretty good, then towards when me. The, this is, when the this Bengals like lost in the league two. Yeah, they were dead last in the league when they got Burrow. And then they were, I think, fifth last last year after he got hurt. And it's like, it's one of the craziest, like, season-to-season turnarounds we've ever seen. Because, like, the Niners did this, too, a couple years ago. They went, like, 2-14 and 14 to 14-2. and two. But everyone was hurt on that team the year before, so it kind of, like, the talent was already there. But this one, it's like, this is a quarterback willing a mediocre at-best roster to where they are. And, like, obviously, yeah. it's a team sport, and everyone's doing their job, and, like, the defense is great, but... They clamped it down last game, too. Man, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times, and they still found a way to win that game. Like, it's insane. Eli Apple, no. Because, like, at least, <laughs> the, at least the quarterbacks I've noticed in, the, like, the past, like, once they get sacked and get knocked on their ass a lot, their internal clock gets sped up, and they start missing throws and shit. If anything, when this dude starts getting hit, the clock slows down for him. Like, he, like you know, like the saying where it's uh, – or what's the thing where everyone talks about like Gretzky saw the game so slow and stuff like it was basically yeah let's play it slow that's down how, and simplify that's kind of how it is for Burrow right now and it's it's, slow it down, it's a so special thing to watch yeah that I literally yeah. have no idea Football. about the NFL other than like drawing that one Packers drawing for my friend but by the way 
Packers, aren't they like a bit like the leaves? Everyone expects a lot of them and they do not. <laughs> that is the best fucking comparison I've heard all day. I, thank you. Thank you. Yes, the Packers are the leaves because they don't win shit smart. in the playoffs. No. Exactly. So, okay, Pierce, I like this now. Pierce, at first I was like a little bothered by that and then you said that. It feels a lot better. No, I'm I'm just, I won't lie. I'm That's just... a guy. Like, I always have to draw some kind of comparison to make it make sense. How can we make this about the Leafs? Oh, yes. Oh, no, no. It literally is. No. It's always how can we make it about the Packers. Trust me. Trust me. I had it. It was fantastic. I had a conversation um, because I was at a bar uh, a couple weeks ago. And it was during the the Packers um, 49ers game. You know, but there was some coworkers. And I was talking to some Packers fans. And... I was like, you guys know that, like, everyone knows that you guys get calls at Lambeau Field, right? And they're like, oh, my, no, the league has it out for us. And I'm like, you guys are the leaves. You guys are the fucking <laughs> They are Packers fans on. in Chicago. Oh, trust me, those are Stop the worst Stop it. Don't, fans. don't yeah. talk about it, okay? We don't talk about it. We you know don't what talk that's about called? It. You know what that's called, Julia? That's called being a lazy human being when you were a child. Because that means you grew up and you were like, I don't like this team. I'm going to go bandwagon the good team. Because I promise you that's what it is. Because, you know, they've had a fucking God-tier quarterback play for the last 30 years. You yeah. have, like, one ring to show for it. It looks good on you. But, um, yeah. yeah, I can't stand the Packers. Like, they're so annoying. Their fan base is annoying. That's why I laugh in their demise oh, every time. Heads. I don't care. Okay, By the way, Dylan. Oh. I have right? to say, he in Germany, like, the NFL is kind of big. Um, and... Every oh. guy I meet is a Seahawks fan. <laughs> really? Every German Russell person. Russell Wilson, baby, he's the truth. Is oh, a I Seahawks saw fan. Shout out to Brian. Oh. Brian's a huge Seahawks fan. Holy shit. Okay, maybe Seahawks yeah. or Patriots. They are like uh, obviously. Okay, that makes sense though, honestly, because like, oh, of course. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know how. Like, like I said, I don't know how popular football is in Germany, but. Those were like the two biggest teams over the last decade. So I can yeah. kind of see how that gravitates. That's like, I mean, the NFL is definitely bigger than the NHL over here. I remember it is everywhere except we for had, we had like a week of presentations um, in German class and we had to read like books for that. And everyone had to read one book and do big ass presentation, basically analyzing the whole book it was an hour presentation for each person and all the guys were watching football no one had their presentations ready and i remember doing the presentation for my best friend who watched the super bowl that night had one hour of sleep and did the presentation and looked at my notes looked at me and was like i have no idea what you wrote there like i <laughs> that's the situation i didn't yes, think about how I didn't even think about how bad the Super Bowl's got to be down there, or, up, or over there, because like gotta stay up till like six a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah, or just wake up very, very early. Yeah, it's that's these it. huge ass parties. Like usually they start. Um, like, I mean, if it's at night, it's the evening before. They get together, order pizza, or cook something. They have like this whole American themed party. Um, everyone oh, wears jerseys. We're putting corn syrup in our food today. Let's go. Corn syrup. Yeah, stay up until it's done, and then they go straight to school. That's, That's awesome. what happens. Um, but Can you imagine, Dylan? 
with hockey actually like every hockey fan you meet is a bruins fan i hate that i don't like the bruins i'm sorry mm, mm, stop uh, hold up no no we don't need germany anymore okay okay hundred percent hundred percent yeah dude I, no no he he wanted do you know who dennis seidenberg is yeah i just didn't hear schmitty like very well so i didn't know what he was saying my bad oh yeah, yeah. no so i was saying seidenberg. Was seidenberg when he was in boston but yeah he played there for a while yeah. of course i mean they are bruins fans obviously oilers fans for dice but they are yeah. basically only there for yeah. the side it's like LeBron you... fans that follow whatever team is on for LeBron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then when you when you talk to LeBron them, of and they're like, "Oh, you're a Blackhawks fan, so you're a bandwagon, right?" And I'm like, "I joined." Possible time. Literally. No, 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 no. You and my friend Hakeem joined to be Blackhawks fans at quite possibly the worst time. Like so Hakeem and Julia, Hakeem and Julia need to have a talk, Dylan. Yeah, like they could, they could have a lot. They could. Oh man. Oh, it's tough. Oh, hey, man. but like no one could question your loyalty. So like no. you're watching a terrible hockey product for the last five years. <laughs> Four years yeah, but like every guy I've ever talked to about hockey was like, oh, so you're a bandwagon because they once won three Stanley Cups in the tens, um, and I was like, no. I, I joined quite literally at the worst time you could join. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no. genuinely one of the worst times in Blackhawks like history that you could have joined. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you literally just witnessed in not just the hockey, you witnessed the worst start in NHL history ever. They are nine years. Yeah, that's just the on ice stuff. They're, yeah, that's not even get what's going on off the ice. Uh, it's nine years, nine years removed, nine years removed only from them having the best start in NHL history. That's how kooky this franchise is. Just, yeah. just, That's the NHL in a nutshell, though. I don't... I mean, I'd much rather watch a Detroit game. If, like, for Blackhawks fan, that's yeah. probably a bit... Eh, but Listen, I no, no, no. Love... Just, no. Means you're a hockey fan. Means you're a hockey fan. Yeah. You're a good hockey fan. You know good hockey when you see it. We always yeah. say it. We're hockey fans first, Blackhawks fans second. It's like, it's like you get... Tr- it, it, it's almost like you've just been, like locked in a dungeon watching bad hockey when you watch a team that like once you watch a team that's not the Blackhawks this season it's like you just got like you open Pandora's box it's like holy shit teams mm. they actually do that still they can score more than three goals a teams game teams can do stuff without draw passing what? like I watched like Colorado Boston last week and I was just like yeah this is what two good teams look like I'm never gonna see this again that was like watching Vegas Colorado last year like holy shit these guys are on another level I feel a bit bad for saying that, but if I want to watch mediocre hockey, I'm going to watch my hometown hockey team. They are in the second league, and I support them. I love them, but the hockey they play is obviously not as great as NHL-level hockey. But in the NHL, I'm stuck with the freaking Blackhawks. Who wouldn't want to watch the Blackhawks in 2022? I just I don't, don't understand. Definitely not us. <laughs> no, and I'm going again tonight. It's gonna be 
Oh, no, Dylan, I'm go- Dylan, Dylan, my dad gave me free tickets tonight. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, you're They're going get- to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch Capri Zom murder my team again. Like married to watching to see their ass kicked by Capri Zom. Oh, my God. I know, man. No, 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 no. no. Nico Sturm's going to score a hat trick. Yeah, Nico Sturm will have tonight. Okay. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get let's get four Nico Sturm goals. Fuck it, Joe. No, Dylan, we already got Nico Sturm goal last week. Okay, we got Nico Sturm goal last week. I don't need that again. Okay. Nah, you're getting a Ryan Hartman hat trick, and you're gonna like it, what? buddy. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! Stop it! You got way too much dip on your chip, buddy. I'm kind of like tired of of the Blackhawks playing against Minnesota. I I don't want to see them play Minnesota anymore. That was like Colorado. I'm like, just get this game uh, over with. I'm done. So we never have point. Don't. Yeah. No, don't get me started on them. Oh, I, I mean, no, it's it's the best part because no matter how many times they beat us, I can I'll never be bothered by shit talking. Like the Hawks have bragging rights <laughs> until the Minnesota like, Wild win anything, even if they win something. There's no bragging rights there, so I'm like, uh, ah. 2013 through 2015, getting murdered by them. You get murdered by them against like, us in three years. There's a reason Blackhawk fans don't like argue with Blues fans and Predators fans That's like, as much. It's literally Wild fans because they haven't won a goddamn thing and they think they've done something. Like, <laughs> now these Blues fans can be like, okay, you won a cup and you beat us in 2016, so like, I'll listen, give it that. Cool, whatever. Like, no one as dumb as fan, just fan bases, as, as dumb as fandom can be in sports, I'm never going to let go of mocking the wild like making fun of the minnesota wild is they a beautiful the pastime they are, the they are the little brother of the division you know like it's it's so funny. it's so Dude, the fucking coyotes have made it farther in the playoffs in the last decade than the wild think about that for five the seconds. minnesota wild have never <laughs> ever won a game beyond the second round yeah they got swept in the conference final the one time right yeah by js jaguar himself <laughs> just js jaguar <laughs> Well, Just him. They got swept by a goalie. Was it like three goals in four games or something? Like I think Fox? it was one goal in four yeah. games. That's even worse. Holy shit. Are you serious? Yeah, I think he had three Stop. straight shutouts and then he let like in a, in a goal in like the final minute of game four. <laughs> How did he team... four straight shutout? Like Jason Garrett was ridiculous that run. Scoring three goals or less in a playoff series must be insane. I'm so glad uh, the Hawks It must be right really now. bad for the team that does that, right? Like, I can't imagine if your favorite team only scored three goals in a playoff series. Like, surely they God, that oh, must no. Suck, no. Guys. Surely they won't trade their yeah. star player for Brandon Sutton. Oh, they wouldn't. Wait a minute, Julian. Wait a minute. I mean, I got 50 wins here before. It's, it's definitely not a fluke. Like, I can't uh, believe Julia doesn't like, understand what's going on here. Julia, 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 all I'm saying is that you did – Come in at a pretty bad time. It he could have started a couple years worse. Is all I'm saying. Much worse. The the thing I appreciate about Julia is that she's she's watched and she has not she has not given she has not looked back into any of the trauma from the past two years because there's absolutely no reason to go back two years from the year she started. Um, if you want to, go ahead. Good hockey, shit. Like, this team is so fun. Now they're not. It's just like... Yeah, I don't even remember how I got into NHL hockey. I I knew I liked hockey when I watched... Um, I think it was The Worlds 2017. Um, because they were just randomly on on TV. Absolutely loved the game. Then I... Like, for two years, I kind of tried to watch hockey. I watched the Olympics. Um, during which I found out my dad was a hockey player before I was born. Didn't know that. Now, Julia, we... I have something to tell you. I was a hockey <laughs> player. Yeah, it was, 
Oh. I, I was watching. I was watching hockey in the living room when he came home from work, and he was like, "Why are you watching hockey?" I was like, "Well, this sport is kind of fun," and he's like, "It's not fun for me." And I was like, "What?" And he didn't watch hockey for an extremely long time because he got injured so bad he couldn't play anymore, and he missed it so much that he didn't want to watch it. But now he's kind of over it, and we watch it together, and it's pretty fun. Aww, that's awesome. But I really don't know how I got to the Blackhawks, except that when I saw they had Dominic Kahuna on their roster, I was like, "That's my team. I'm gonna pick them." <laughs> Leon Draisaitl was right there. I was like, yeah. "No, Kahuna." What? Um, are you saying that it would be any better? Because yeah. uh, I don't know about that. No. I don't know. I mean, I like the Oilers. Oh. Well, I don't like. The Oilers are like Dreisaitl, and I want to see him and McDavid succeed because McDavid is fucking like his career is going to waste there in Edmonton. Going to waste. Not going to in New York, but you know. Sim nine point seven. Yeah. Nine point seven, baby. Oh jeez. This means yeah. nothing to I... literally anybody besides us. Yeah. Our niche, uh... Sim nine point seven, and we all start, and and then they laugh. No. Okay, it's time for the laugh now. It's like it's like the live audience like, shows up on the screen. It's like sim nine point seven, laughter. laughter. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Speaking of laughter, Pierce didn't Sam Lafferty bring the cup back to your town? No, that would be Carter Rowney who plays on the Red Carter Rowney. Rowney. I knew it was one of those like Carter Rowney, yeah, Carter played Rowney played. and Sam Lafferty are the same player, just two volumes yeah, that play right-handed. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> Mark talks. Carter Rowney. Yes. The only good thing coming out of the Penguins winning back-to-back cups was in 2017. Carter Rennie brought the Stanley Cup outside of Grand Prix, Alberta. And I got to see that. That's the closest I've ever been to the Stanley Cup and probably. I, I think will. hometown hockey like stories are such feel-good stories. That's another thing I absolutely love because on the Olympic roster, we have four players from my hometown hockey team and two players who grew up as learning how to play hockey in that like on that team in that organization and it's just amazing to see six players on our olympic team are from where i live and actually that city has the best development system in the like probably in germany um they have won so many awards because they know how to develop players um but they don't have any money and that's the big big problem what? here okay. that all Sorry, their fault. talent all their young players um just go to the first league obviously because they deserve to be there but my hometown hockey team can't afford to pay the fees for the first league um and by losing all the players they obviously lose the talent and like fall down in the ranking of the second league it's such a vicious circle they can't get out of that and because of like new regulations they now had to build a new arena uh, which cost them about like six million i think um like they had to renovate it it wasn't completely new one they didn't have the six million so actually i think the government was like this city is so important to hockey we we gonna give them the money because otherwise they'll be ruined and it's like that's that's such a like paradox to be in it's like you need talent to be good to get 
revenue to, you know, get pay the fees. But at the same time, if you can't, if the players just leave, it's like, that's just like a never ending cycle. What the hell? Yeah. It it just sucks. My favorite player on that team was Alexander Ehl. He's, I think he's even shorter than the Brinkhead. He's a forward (laughs) too. He's amazing. His name is Alex as well. Um, And he moved to Düsseldorf and everyone was like, oh, he's from that tiny ass village in Bavaria. What is he going to do? And now they they absolutely loved him. Oh, that Bavarian. What's he going to do? Yeah, that's the thing, though, because usually the like the good players come from Berlin or from Mannheim, like Seider and Stutzler were from Mannheim. Lucas is coming out of Berlin, obviously. But Lucas is from Bavaria. He learned how to play hockey in Bavaria. And everyone's always like, oh, the big cities produce the big players. But it actually all starts in our like tiniest cities that don't have any money. And that's kind of the problem in German hockey, I think. And that's why they introduced a star system. So... I don't know how to properly explain it, but if you have a good development, like for players, if you are a good organization for development and have certain standards, you get stars. And with with each star, you get more money from the state, like from the government. And we actually have the most stars we can get. It's the most stars out of any team, I think. Um, so at least we have that, but money, I think money is really holding back German hockey. Some it is for can't... a lot of countries over the world. Like money, it's yeah. not just a like even in Canada, it's... like it's yeah. so hard to put. Like, like ten years ago, like it would be fine. Like it would be like hard to get into hockey just because there's so many people. But now it's hard to get into hockey because of the money. Like it's the the only reason why we still have players if, if you're like a rich family or we're seeing a lot of uh like former NHL players like having children and then them going in there. like it's a it's not just a germany problem where like they're having money problem like it's all across the world and that's why hockey is like so, it's so it's such a hard sport to grow because it's so freaking expensive to get into like that's basketball true. it's always going to be a secondary sport yeah it's always going to be yeah. a secondary sport just because of how much stuff you need to buy to actually play the sport it's that's not why, like soccer where you can just pick yeah up soccer ball. all you need is a a, a, a ball really because like i'm unusable that's what yeah. i need use like, your it, use your sweaters or jackets as like a net you know and then you can judge if it, how high it goes if to count for a goal <laughs> like hockey at bare minimum you need a stick and a puck and like yeah. the stick itself sometimes is going to cost you like it certainly wasn't uh, under a hundred dollars i don't think definitely and that's for a good one though like you can get cheap ones yeah. for under 100 but like if you want a good one it's at least a hundred dollars and that was like closer to 10 years ago now when i played hockey it's just a systemic problem with the sport and i don't really i don't really know how you could obviously with like organizations it, it, there's obviously some sort of solution like someone's gonna have a business plan to figure it out but like in terms like it's gonna become a problem over the next decade or two that like there's just not gonna be enough people playing the sport yeah there might there's gonna be a stag- stagnation i bet like, yeah. Thank God we have like Shane like, Ryan and Connor Bedard coming, but like, ugh. like obviously the best are gonna show up. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. There's gonna be talent, the best. The talented but... players will always find a way. Yeah, yeah, I still exactly got time. Cares, but it's yeah. just like Conroy's certified. It's not gonna be a sport. Yeah, sorry by the way, guys. My camera is. You're good. So. You're good. 
But there's also the problem of like arenas and having a team. My dad wanted my brother to get into hockey and then he was like, well, we would have to drive over an hour every day for practice. Just go there and then an hour back. And I mean, for American standards, it's probably not that much. But in Germany, an hour is incredible. You just don't do it. So that's another thing. Like the ways are extremely long. The gear is incredibly expensive. And Oh yeah, the you travel just... too. We didn't even bring that. Well, I'd like uh, my parents. God bless them. They would like drive me like sometimes two to three hours to get to games. I don't. I don't know how they put up with that, but they did. Dude, dude my brother was in hockey, and like my like my brother got pretty far down the line when he was in his development and stuff, and like he almost went to like a camp, and he used to go to like camps in Texas and shit and all that, and like that's just not cheap, man. Like if you want to give your kid the best opportunity to succeed, you're gonna be shelling out like thousands of dollars and that's just an that's a bare minimum like it's not like like for instance when i played football like if you wanted to be in the best of the best it's like okay you pay like 150 bucks to be pop warner or whatever and you pay whatever like you basically pay like 250 bucks and you're good hockey you probably minimum have to drop that's 150 dollars for a good stick like literally like <laughs> get, get, get 150 no these are 300 no, yeah, it's, dude, like, you like, want the top line stick? It's used. up to four hundred now. I'm talking yeah. used. Like I'm not even talking about brand. Oh, stuff. oh I'm no. Talking yeah. about like, let's say like I wanted to start playing the sport. I, you got to shell out so much fucking money, man. And like, and like Julie said with the organizations, it's like shit. Where are they gonna get the money if there's no fans at the games and they don't have a talent to bring in the fans? It's just, it is a yeah. never-ending yeah. cycle. Um. The. Like the biggest, I, I think with the fans, it's not as much as a problem because the attendance rate in my hometown hockey arena is pretty high. They are the hardcore fans and there are always people there who enjoy watching hockey. But the big problem is money uh, from TV. There is uh, yeah. no streams. I, in Germany, can't watch... I can't even watch the first league. I can't because Telecom, like the cable company, mm -hmm. um, monopolized hockey and they put it together in a pack with like handball, basketball and other stuff. And I would have to pay 30 bucks a month just to yeah. watch hockey. I can't afford it. I'm a student. I'm not going to do it. And then... The second league, I don't know if you have AHL games on TV sometimes. I think you can it's, buy it's so it, rare. but like it's you gotta like go out of your way to do it. You're like yeah. you're not gonna find it on like I'm in Chicago and let's put it this way. If I wanted to go like watch an ice hockey game on TV, I'd either have to find a stream, which like sometimes they have the three streams. I know Wally's pretty good at finding those, but like they want you to buy a separate package for the AHL, and it's like fuck man. Yeah. Like now everyone can do that. <laughs> here here it's you can watch the i think they made it better like when covid hit because they needed the money the money from the tickets wasn't there anymore yeah. um and they kind of tried to improve the stream but mm. the stream is incredibly bad it's like just pixels you can't see anything internet connection in germany is the worst in the entire world i think we have worse internet than we than people in russia in the middle of nowhere do okay and we, play, we, pay, we pay so much money for internet i think it's like 80 bucks a month 
for that's what we that's what we pay here in Canada. like i think yeah. canada has like the highest like internet stuff like cell phone stuff in the world so yeah here but here you don't get anything for your money you you just don't yeah. get anything it's so bad and then i would have to pay i think 10 i think it would be 10 or 12 dollars per game well I'm like I'm, I'm i'm not gonna do that i'm sorry a i love game and yeah, it's not like game. it's not like you're not a fan. It's like you want to. It's just it's such a financial obligation. It's like yeah, it's it's just not worth it. Like if the stream lags and if it just breaks down after ten minutes, you won't get your money back, but you won't get a stream either. So That's you just awesome. you're just sitting there like, what frick am I supposed to do? And I wouldn't be mad. Like the t- tickets were pretty cheap. Like they were twenty five euros. Um, for every game so that's not a lot of money for a live game and yeah, i wouldn't no. be mad if they just raised that like the ticket prices and make the streams a bit more like cheap because a bit cheaper because I, yeah, with I live just... hockey you know what you're going to get with a stream it's always like hit or miss you're at least you're there at a hockey game like a stream like internet all that stuff like connection exactly and i don't know how like um like concessions are there and whatnot because like if the tickets are cheap i'm assuming like to get a beer there it's going to be a good amount but like no no that's good no it's actually fine you don't have to pay i think i think it's like four bucks oh that's not bad it's like, no, at the same time, though, it's like it's like shit they're not making money and then you look at what they're selling and it's like yeah it's a good deal for the fan but like if you're gonna keep losing players you're not making thing, revenue and profit hoping, like, yeah. like th- i feel like this is like it's i don't know if it's like on the same subject but like how like everyone gets so butthurt over the nhl putting like logos on their helmets and shit i'm like guys it's either that or we don't get i remember when they did that last year and it was such a big deal and like by the end i didn't even care at all like by the end of the year i completely forgot they even did that in the first place who cares i had a full-blown fight with someone on twitter because that guy i'm pretty sure he was from northern america like i don't know if it was canada or the u.s i don't know but he was like well you germans can suck it with your ugly ass jerseys with your ugly ass ads we got that ignorance you are so like why do you have the ads that's so embarrassing and i'm like german hockey would not exist without advertising it like, would not exist. Have like, you, I mean, the jerseys aren't pretty. People still buy them. They still stand with their team, throw on the jersey, even if there's ads on it. No one yeah. cares. It's what keeps the sport alive. We wouldn't have... I'm sorry, that, that gets me so oh, yeah. angry. I'm with you, Julia. It grinds my gears. It's like these people... like. They always they always talk about the financial side and the business side, right? Everyone always talks about, oh, duh, duh, duh. I like to talk about the salary cap and shit. You don't want to talk about what actually keeps this league running, which is ticket sales and money. And if why isn't are... hockey more popular and accessible sport? Why are they putting advertisements on my jerseys? Why it's like you can't have your cake and game. eat it too, dumbass. Jesus, like the league is already the bottom of the major leagues. First of all, like That's it's it's the nice. bottom of the barrel. Like like it's. Dude, they're about to have an NHL team playing a 5,000-seat arena. Oh. Like, it is... 
I forgot about that. That's actually Mickey Mouse. My hometown hockey team has an arena capacity of roughly 5,000 people. That's a second league team. It's, it's a secondary German team. Like, fuck. Like, I, I made a joke with my friend last night. They were like, all right, we're going to trade fucking uh, Chickering to the Hawks, but we're, the Hawks are going to give them the rights to play at Rocker for the rest of the year. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I... I God. And don't worry, like, don't, like we talk about, like, all oh, the fans are so ignorant and, like, they don't open to change or anything. Don't worry, the front office, like, the, the, the higher-ups are, too, because Gary Bettman isn't backing down from moving the team out of Arizona, because yeah. I've been saying it for years, I tell Pierce this, I think I've probably said it in the chat, too, Houston is, like, the third biggest market in the world, and they won't put it there. Like, the Houston Texans fucking reek, and they still sell out. The Houston Rockets reek, and they still sell tickets. It's like if yeah. for a league that needs money, it is beyond me how they go through hoops just to fucking not make money. It's crazy. <laughs> and that I, goes for every league. Like fuck the German leagues, like like you just said. Money just fucks everything. And now with COVID, like so many sponsors That's had a to, great way to put it. pull out. Like they had to drop it because especially in, in the second league. Um, the teams are usually sponsored by locals. Like my team is literally sponsored by a dentist. Okay, oh like just the dentist. Whatever makes money. That's it's so like, freaking yeah. cool. Though. Who pays the bills? Um, my team sponsored but, by a dentist. But some hey, that them, dentist has got to be pretty cool whenever someone gets their teeth cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he does. He does all the players like. That's pretty cool. Repairs and stuff like that. If they have a mis- <laughs> Take a puck to the face. Send them to the sponsor. Yeah, that's what it is. A word from our sponsors. No. Oh my um, God. <laughs> it's just well, an ad of like an NHL player getting their teeth fixed. <laughs> or a German player, sorry. Another question. Do you, ha- like before the game, do you have ads on the Jumbotron? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. They, they because we do too. everything. Like everything's sponsored. Like, I know, like, people make the joke about, like, Blackhawks broadcast, how, like, everything is sponsored by something. You know what was yeah. funny? The McNugget Minute. That's <laughs> <laughs> the McNugget Minute, or, like, the dude, final five presented do. by you Rocket gotta, Mortgage or some shit. That's like. what you gotta do. You gotta embrace it, man. Like, McNugget Minute? Hell yeah. Babe, you barely cool. touched your nuggets during the McNugget Minute. What happened? <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Yeah, but that's kind of like, we need the ads. I'm not mad about it. I mean, the jerseys are not that pretty, but I don't really care about it. I'll Does it change the on-ice product? No. It's a jersey. No, it's it an doesn't. aesthetic. It's literally an aesthetic at the end of yeah. the day. And like, that's the problem with the sport. People are so like, it's, I guess it's like baseball in a way where they're so traditionalist yeah. that they just can't be open to so the like, idea of change. Like, no, yeah. And like, look at the NBA and the NFL, which are two of the more innovative leagues around the world. And I would say probably, uh, shit, what's the other league I was going to say? Probably like a uh, premier league too. Like mm. they're at the top of their line and guess what? There's fucking ads everywhere, bitch. Yeah. All over the court, all over the, like it doesn't fucking matter. Like, they I, need it. People but, actually lose sleep over that shit. But That's many, it ruins my jersey, though. But no, I'm going to have a fucking rocket mortgage logo on my Matthews jersey. Whatever mm. will I do? Maybe I'll just go buy another Matthews jersey without the fucking ad on it. Or yeah, it's keep, the, the, one, the, keep the ones that you had before. Like, uh... God, it's not like they act like you can't buy old jerseys without it. Like, yeah. Mm, man, you know what that reminds me of? They say less people buy the jerseys. That just reminds me of the German national team, um, which is not allowed to sell their jerseys with 
the eagle crest on it. The crest oh, is nowhere nice. to be found on jerseys you buy. Uh, I don't know there was like a story with a lawsuit or something. The national team doesn't have the rights to put the crest on their jerseys. Like for the team, they can, they can't sell it. That's wild. That's is that wild. like yeah. something that the German government said? Like they just don't allow it or is it like... No, there was... I I looked it up a couple of months ago. I talked to Ro about it. I don't really remember what the story was. But there was a lawsuit of like... I think a guy sold... Jer- I, I don't know if it's completely right. Bear with me. But I think a guy sold jerseys with the crest on it. And then the government obviously put out the jerseys for the national team and the guy sued the government um, because he did it first. And now I think Germany isn't allowed to put the crest on the jerseys. But they still sell. I mean, yeah, I mean, Germany's uniforms always look good, first of all. Like, that's never an issue. It's it's usually them in Sweden that are at the top with their uniforms. Like, because they keep um, it the same. That's exactly. (laughs) Don't fix it. (laughs) But I have to say, for this year, I think, I don't know if it's going to be the Olympics jersey. I don't know, but it was for the German Cup. So I think it was the World Thirds, was then suddenly the first for the German Cup. those are red. I didn't like it because you couldn't mm. read the numbers. It was red and black. I, I like the black ones, jerseys. Yeah. Those are so sick, yeah, me too. the German ones. But it was like, you know how they are like black up here and then white or yellow down there? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's red instead of yellow. Ugh. Didn't like Canada. it. The heck? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the, the white and the golden ones because it's gold not yellow (laughs) (laughs) oh man um they're pretty nice i like them oh yeah and what's funny about the jersey thing is like uh like basically if that's the truth but like like you said someone just like basically suing the country for like because they did their own jerseys that's like for me that's like peak nft logic for some reason like oh i own this so you have to pay me money it's like fuck you i'll just take it and it's like um, the reason that the Kraken are the Kraken because someone has the rights to the Metropolitan's name because they bought it in like the seventies, and they're like, "I'm not going to sell it to you." Fuck Kraken's, you. Kraken's <laughs> better anyway. So I, yeah, I like Metropolitan's historically, but like it's yeah. fine. It's just like that logic just blows my mind. Like this dude really thought he was going to win in the lawsuit for the fucking country. <laughs> God, some cojones on that dude. I have to, <laughs> I will look it up again and send it to the group chat if I can Please finally do. make sense of this. But I, because Ro um, wanted, uh, I think he wanted a cider jersey. Um, and I looked it up for him where he could get it because the like, it should be an original, right? So I went to the official shop, tried to find a button where it makes the whole site like English, didn't find it. And then he suddenly was like, wait, there's no crest on this. And I, w- I didn't notice. I was like, you're right. There's nothing on there. Like it's just Westminster and the rest is blank. And he was like, what's happening there? And I was like, I, just, I don't know. And I looked it up. There was a big ass lawsuit like a couple of years ago. And they have to wait for some kind of 
copyright thing to be up to be able to buy it. Oh, it's fucking insane. Holy shit. Yeah. I, just that the fact that that could even happen with the country and like putting a dress <laughs> on the jerseys is just first, to me. At first I thought it was because of obviously the world wars like with Russia who are now not allowed to compete under the Russian flag that we had some kind of thing because after the world wars we weren't allowed to use it or something like that or to make money off of it but it was not it it was a lawsuit very very confusing oh legal issues am i right (laughs) yeah well i don't know what else do we want to talk about i feel like it was a good spot to end it that was a good like it was a fun conversation and like I don't want to go back to the Blackhawks, so no, I, I don't, don't either. either. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. No, let's just. I mean, they I, don't... I could go on about the German team, but I don't think you know a lot of these guys. I just, I'm you know what? so do excited. It. Do it. I want to learn. I'm so excited to see Nubis and Pudel together. I love these two. They are just freaking amazing. I mean, Nubis shot us into the semi semifinals um, at the World Championship. And Fodor, I don't know if you know about him, but that guy is the coolest guy ever. He's peak Bavarian. He doesn't speak a lot. He's not, he's not on social media. He's extremely camera shy and he plays in Berlin, but he does still speak Bavarian. His teammates oftentimes don't understand him because we have like a pretty strong dialect. You, you can't understand if you're from the North. And there was this interview with Nubus because Nubus and Fudel are actually best friends. And um, whenever they are at the face-off, um, Nubus said, whenever Fudel is trying to say something, we don't understand him. So I always tell him, can you go slower and please say it in German? I don't know what you want to say to me. I don't know what we're supposed to do now. It's just <laughs> chaos at the face-off. It's too fucking funny. And I mean, they were Lucas wingers um, during mm-hmm. the last season he played in Berlin. And both their contracts are up after this season. So in Germany, they're just free to walk. They usually have a one-year or two-year contract. Nubus had five years I think it's one of the biggest contracts in the league um they are both up after the season Berlin is probably gonna lose 13 guys yeah they are all free to walk and Nubis is probably headed off either to Switzerland or Sweden gonna see how that goes I'm gonna like miss watching him play because he's incredible um, and then I don't know what Fudo is going to do. If he's going to stay in Berlin, if he switches teams again, don't know. So this is probably one of the last. I mean, they will probably still play at the world, but that's another thing. So can't wait for the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Some pretty good guys. Oh, Women's hockey is tonight. Well, for us, it is. Uh... For us, North America. Yeah, we North don't, America. America. I, I checked it. We don't have a German women's team, so I think mm. they didn't make the play-ins. It'd be Was nice to see good? that happen in the future, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, 
it'll, it'll happen eventually, though. It will. I mean, for men's hockey, it's already hard in Germany. So women's hockey is just, it's even worse. Like, there are not a lot of opportunities. A lot of girls have to stop playing because they are not allowed to play with the boys anymore and there are mm. no women's teams. There are no youth teams nowhere, uh. even with soccer. And soccer is like a big thing here in Germany. Um, there was this one girl who played with my brother in, in a team. And I think at age 15, she wasn't allowed to play with the boys anymore. And she had to switch teams. And the closest team was over an hour away. So she dropped out. And she was a big talent. She was the best one on the team. Like she outplayed the guys and she just had to give up. That and sucks. It's, it's just That's heartbreaking. That I hate to hear that. Yeah. Just hopefully, like, Germany gets, like, this Florence Schelling where, like, just, like, a good goalie from the young age that just, like, helps, like, propel that country to, like, a, a medal at the Olympics. That'd be so cool. It would be. And obviously all – and there's there's got to be skilled German women hockey players, and it would be awesome for them oh, to for get sure. a chance. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm mostly worried about the men's team because you usually don't see young – players coming up like there's just no news about it so when they are still in the lower leagues you you don't have any way to know if there are any good players coming up or not it's just always a surprise suddenly they're there but with women's hockey it's even worse like you try to find any information but there's nothing like nowhere you can't you can't find anything except for like the olympics team i think they had one in 2018 but Mm. that's about it more there's an more to it can't find anything well women's hockey just in general like it just doesn't get the coverage it deserves yeah and like obviously the olympics are a great time to see all these women hockey players play but there's like the like there's so many other ways that that there's like women hockey like the nwhl just all that (sighs) i i think i looked up if there's a women's league in germany and I think there are like six teams and they are all connected to a man's team. So mm. I think Berlin, the Iceberg have Iceberg women um, because they, they aren't able to stand on their own feet. It, it just doesn't work. But I have to say that most of our German players are pretty open to the idea of women's hockey because some guys are just like, oh, women's hockey no one cares about that but most of them are actually like speaking out for it and are like yo we want to see women play too like it's it's just a cool sport anyone can do it exactly and I, I think that wraps up the conversation nicely just like going back talking about like how hockey is just such this niche sport it's so hard to grow it and yeah. it's not going to change overnight but no the more we all do as a group or as a like a fan base of the sport to just try to improve it and try to give everyone these opportunities and get it this publicity. That's that's all we can do, right? And my apologies, I said NWHL, it's the Premier Hockey Federation now. See, like I still uh, it's just uh anyways, um I think that's a good spot to end it off unless you guys wanna wanna talk even more. I think I'm good. Oh. Stevie joined in. I don't know if you heard her, but anyways, uh, thank you for coming on, Julia. It was a blast. 
hearing you come on talk about German hockey. It was nice getting a, a new perspective, uh, different perspective in there. Um, happy two to twenty two day to y'all. And thank uh, you, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. That was of a blast. We, we we ought we ought to have you on more. I think it's been yeah. too long since the last one. Now that I have some experience in podcasting. <laughs> well, yeah, at least this, yeah, this time you didn't have, um, you weren't cutting out with the internet yeah. issues. That was, I felt so bad last time. Yeah. yeah. Do you know why? Because I'm not at home in my German, like Bavarian ass village. I'm mm. actually in my uni city. We have better Wi-Fi here. So oh, gotcha. it's great. <laughs> nice. And I just want to yeah. say like, I love the German accent. I love the way you pronounce players like different than we do in North America where we just like totally like wow, make the names boring. Name. Yeah. <laughs> I some sometimes I have to say, I feel like piece of shit for doing that, especially like on our podcast. When we talk about MotoGP, there are a lot of Italian and Spanish guys. And I'm a Spanish student. I studied at university. I'm just so used to pronouncing their names in Spanish that I'll talk English and then pronounce their name in Spanish. And people are like, you're so pretentious for doing that. But mm. it just happens. Same with, I mean, sometimes I say Dreisaitl and sometimes I say Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl. It's just, it, it just, it's so weird. I, I have no control over that. But yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, thank you all for tuning in and peace out.